إن الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وقرة أعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم عليه ونبيه وصفيه وحبيبه وخليله اللهم صل وسلم عليه أرسله للعالمين بشيرا ونذيرا وداعيا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجا منيرا فبلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وكشف الغم وجاهد في الله حق جهاده حتى آتاه اليقين اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين وأصحابه الغر الميامين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم وإياي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله تقوى الله الذي لا يقبل غيرها ولا يرحم إلا أهلها ولا يثيب إلا عليها وأحسن يرحمكم الله إن رحمة الله قريب من المحسنين All praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The creator of the heavens and the earth And the one who brings the changes in the seasons And uh, uh, transfers night into day and day into night As a sign for people of understanding we praise Him and we testify and bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship save Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Creator, the One, the Unique, Jalla Jalalu. And we bear witness that our noble and beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam is His final Prophet and Messenger who was sent with clear guidance and came with the noble Qur'an and left us on the straight path that none veer from except that they bring upon themselves destruction. We ask Allah's protection from that. My beloved community, elders, brothers and sisters, I remind myself and all of you to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to be conscious of Allah jalla jalalu, to have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is an attribute of the heart that is the key to every good and opens up the doors of obedience and keeps us away from harm and sin to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and as we come to the end of this year which is actually the end of a decade that we really call ourselves to account that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us these uh, phases and these stages of our lives so that we can be mindful of Him and one of the things that a lot of people do and it's very damaging for a person's own growth is just to be on autopilot is that a person thinks that tomorrow is going to be like today and that there's plenty of time in their life there's plenty of time one day I will get to my spiritual goals one day after I do this and after I do that and after this entire checklist of things not to say that those things are not important or have some value in our lives but that they are not more important than those things that bring us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in and of themselves. 
that as they say in a business sense, but it applies even spiritually, it applies to our own religious practice and growth, that if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. If someone doesn't take their own development seriously, and they assume that somehow magically they're going to improve and things are going to change without actually putting in an effort on their own part, then they're just deluding themselves. And that's actually one of the tricks of the nafs, is that the nafs doesn't want to be noticed. The nafs wants you to focus on other things so that it can remain comfortable, but that years can go by. The ulama say that one of the greatest gifts that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives His servants is what is known as al-ba'ith. It is something, a messenger, an urge that is sent to the heart that shakes a person up, making them want to seek nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one of the great imams, Imam al-Haddad, he says, there are some people that go through their lives 70 and 80 years and they never experience this because they've never exposed themselves to it. They've never sought it out. And in some cases, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives it to people without any outward means. But we don't want to be of those people that one decade after the next, and one year after the next, and the month after the next, and as we come to the end of time, as I'm sure we all feel, that the months seem like weeks, and the weeks seem like days. And we all say, where did all the time go? especially those of us who have children, and we see the rapid development. Where did all that time go? It went by, but we need to take advantage of it. We need to know that this is our currency. As Imam al-Ghazali says, every single breath that Allah gives you is a precious jewel. And when it goes, nothing in the world can ever bring it back. There is no one who can bring back even one second of their life after it is gone. And the intelligent person, the believer, they take advantage of that. They realize that this is an opportunity. This is not something, you know, oftentimes when we talk about these things or we even talk about death and the short nature of this world, it seems to be something negative. It's not negative. It's something that the nafs is uncomfortable with because we have yet to experience it. But it is an opportunity. It is the purpose for our creation. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put us on the field of a'mal. It is as if we are in a harvest field and there are people who continuously plant seeds. And the people who plant seeds, they expect to reap the fruits in the next life. And other people who are just worrying about how long they have or ignoring their responsibility, they're the ones who are only cutting themselves short. So we have to be mindful of that. And as the year comes to an end and as the decade comes to an end, that we call ourselves to account. And how many of us in this next year might be of those, even if we make it to the next year, how many of us might be of those who it is written for them to pass, or in this decade, or those that we love might be written for them to pass. We ask Allah for afiyah, but this is a reality that we don't run away from, something that we're mindful of. And we're, when we're mindful of that, when we see in the case of our parents that their hair only gets more gray, that we recognize that our opportunity with them is limited. We recognize that there is an even greater urgency to show them bir and kindness and love and to serve them because it is also an opportunity and a door. And when they pass, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala
Have mercy on those of us whose parents have passed, and bless and preserve those whose parents still remain. But when they pass, that is a door between you and Allah that has now closed. So you take advantage of that opportunity. Whenever you need something, you ask your parents for dua. So even when you recognize and you bring yourself to account for time, you realize that it actually enriches all of your relationships. It enriches all of your actions and you take advantage of the opportunities. So we need to be aware of that fact and we need to be careful and take advantage of the relationships and the opportunities that Allah has presented to us. Because having long hopes, one day, one day, one day, if there's someone that you've cut off, maybe one day, when they apologize to me, maybe I'll forgive them. All of that is long hopes. One day, I'll start getting up for Fajr on time. One day, this particular sin, I'll leave it aside. One day, I'll get there. One day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to give me an opening and all of those things will change. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُغَيِّرُ مَا بِقَوْمٍ حَتَّى يُغَيِّرُ مَا بِأَنفُسِهِمْ Allah does not change the state of a people until they change what is in themselves. And that when you take one step towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He takes two towards you. But the hadith teaches us that you have to make an effort. You have to have that intention to improve and change. And that is the state of the believer. In this next year, in this next decade, who are we going to become? There are people in this next decade who will attain high degrees of nearness with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are people who will attain great rewards and ranks in the Ramadan that Allah has written for them or in the several Ramadans that Allah has written for them. Where do you see yourself and where do you want to be? And then what steps are you going to take to achieve that? The Prophet ﷺ, he teaches us to take advantage of endings and that we end things well. We have, I think, one or two more Jum'ahs before the end of 2019, right? And, and we need to take advantage of that Jum'ah, that we send salawat upon the Prophet ﷺ, that we have hearts that are present in Salatul Jum'ah, that we recite Surah Al-Kahf and so on and so forth so that when that, those Jum'ahs end and that year ends, it ends on a strong note. It ends on a bright note. The Prophet said, Actions are judged according to their endings. How they end. If you end strong, then inshallah that will influence the way that your entire judgment is viewed. And if a person ends weak, and ends on an evil note, then that is what is known as Su'al Khatima. Nas'al Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala al-'afiyah. We ask Allah for, for protection from a terrible ending, a damned ending. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be people of tawfiq. But then what we do is we do our best. We make an effort. We recognize that the opportunities are limited. And that's one of the beautiful things we see even in Ramadan. Towards the end of Ramadan, everyone puts forth an effort so that we end Ramadan well. All of those are signs for us. Ramadan is just a snapshot of our life. The Hajj is a snapshot of our life, and so on and so forth. So we need to work hard at excelling. And we need to really have intentions about who we want to be 
and where we want to be with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What will the state of our heart be with Allah Jalla Jalalu? How are we preparing to meet Him? As the Prophet teaches us, whoever loves to meet Allah, Allah loves to meet them. And whoever hates to meet Allah, Allah hates to meet them. But as Allah also teaches us in the Quran that there will be people when the judgment comes. Obviously, we read in the book of Allah wa Ta'ala some of the very terrifying descriptions of the day of resurrection. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us of those things to warn us and remind us, not to incapacitate us, but that there will be people despite all of that. The day when someone will flee from their own brother and their own mother and father and everyone will say, I have my own problem to worry about. You figure out yourself and I'll figure out my own problems. Everyone except the Prophet He will be the one who will not say nafsi nafsi. He will be the one to say ummati ummati sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also teaches us of people who will say, Here is my book, go ahead and read it. I knew that I was going to face a judgment. So here, take my book of records and my book of deeds and read it. Because I have prepared for this day. I have thought about this day. I have planned my meeting with Allah wa ta'ala. So we need to prepare ourselves. And we need to work on even just a few small things. One of the things that they recommend when you're trying to develop new good habits or overcome bad habits is that you choose small sustainable things. If someone is, wants to pray Qiyam al-Layl, for example, and they don't start off with getting up two hours before Fajr, they can start up getting 15 minutes before Fajr until that becomes their custom and then they can increase or maintain, or whatever it may be. If there is something bad that we want to overcome, that we don't list every single bad thing in our lives and then we feel overwhelmed. I can't change all of these things about myself. So start with something that's easy and then build from there. If someone wants to develop all of these good, I want to read this much Quran every day. Okay, start off with one page. Start off with 10 minutes and make sure that your heart is present. Because the Prophet ﷺ also teaches us that the most beloved actions to Allah are those that are most consistent. So sometimes we like to wow ourselves and feel like we did a lot. But what really is meant is consistency. Is that we change our state with Allah Taala, and we ask Allah Taala for tawfiq. And we ask Allah Taala to forgive us our sins in this past year and in this past decade. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala envelops the entire ummah of the Prophet in his mercy and in his forgiveness. Ameen. Wallahu yaqulu wa qawluhu al-haqu al-mubeen Wa idha qurya al-Qur'anu fastami'u lahu wa ansitu la'allakum turhamun Wa qala tabaraka wa ta'ala Fa idha qara'ta al-Qur'ana fasta'ith billahi min al-shaytan al-rajim أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم أفمن كان مؤمنا كمن كان فاسقا لا يستوون أما الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات فلهم جنات المأوى نزلا بما كانوا يعملون
يَعْمَلُونَ وَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ فَسَقُوا فَمَأْوَاهُمُ النَّارُ كُلَّمَا أَرَادُوا أَنْ يَخْرُجُوا مِنْهَا أُعِيدُوا فِيهَا وَقِيلَ لَهُمْ وَقِيلَ لَهُمْ ذُوقُوا عَذَابَ النَّارِ الَّذِي كُنْتُمْ بِهِ تُكَذِّبُونَ بارك الله لي ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم وأجارنا من خزيه وعذابه الأليم أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم ولوالدينا ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم Seek Allah's forgiveness indeed he is forgiving and merciful إن الحمد لله حمد يوافي نعمه ويكافئ مزيده ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله So let us take advantage of the time that remains to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness and also to really think deeply to have a wird of reflection to have a time, a habit, a routine of time that we dedicate to Allah even if it is right before we go to bed for five minutes about ways that we can improve and where we want to be and who we want to be and where we see ourselves in the future and then making intentions and having a plan on how to achieve that moving forward to bring ourselves closer to good company and to distance ourselves from the people and the things that distract us from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and bring us down and inshallah by doing so we will have tawfiq and our children and our families and our loved ones will benefit from the blessing of turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can change our states into even better and more uh, noble states with him Jalla Jalalu وَمَا ذَلِكَ عَلَى اللَّهِ بِعَزِيز and also as we see in the book of Allah and in the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that we abundantly send salawat upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam especially on the day of Friday وَأَكْثِرُ مَنَ الصَّلَاةِ وَالسَّلَامِ عَلَى الْبَشِيرِ النَّذِيرِ السِّرَاجِ الْمُنِيرِ سَيْدِنَا مُحَمَّدِ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ أَمَرَكُمْ بِأَمْرٍ بَدَأَ فِيهِ بِنَفْسِهِ وَثَنَّ بِالْمَلَائِكَةِ الْمُسَبِّحَةِ بِقُدْسِهِ وَأَيَّهَ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ تَعْمِيمًا فَقَالَ مُخْبِرًا وَآمِرًا لَهُمْ تَكْرِيمًا وَتَعْظِيمًا إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك على سيدنا المصطفى محمد وعلى الخليفة من بعده المختار وصاحبه وآنيسه في الغار مؤازر الرسول الله في حالي الساعة والضيق خليفة رسول الله سيدنا أبي بكر الصديق رضي الله عنه وعلى من نشر العدل في الآفاق فاشتهر الذي رفع الله له القدر فيما أنزل على خير البشر حليف المحراب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه 
وعلى الناصح لله في السر والإعلان من استحيت منه ملائكة الرحمن محي الليالي بتلاوة القرآن ذو النورين سيدنا عثمان بن عفان رضي الله عنه وعلى أخ المصطفى وابن عمه ووليه وباب مدينة علمه إمام أهل المشارق والمغارب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله عنه وعلى الحسن والحسين سيدي شباب أهل الجنة في الجنة وريحانتي نبيك بنص السنة وعلى أمهما الحوراء فاطمة البتول الزهراء وعلى خديجة الكبرى وعائشة الرضا وأمهات المؤمنين وعلى الحمزة والعباس وسائر أهل بيت نبيك الذي طهرتهم من الدنس والأرجاس وعلى أهل بدر وأهل أحد وأهل بيعة الرضوان وعلى سائر الصحب الأكرمين ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدعننا ذنبا في مقامنا هذا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضاء إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم فرج كروب المسلمين في كل مكان يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم أصلحنا وأصلح من في صلاحه صلاح للمسلمين اللهم ولا تهلكنا وأهلك من في هلاكه صلاح للمسلمين اللهم يا محول الأحوال حول حالنا إلى أحسن حال وأصلح بال يا أرحم الراحمين Oh Allah, we ask you, O oh most merciful, that you change our states into the best of states, Ya Arhaman Rahimeen. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you send into each and every one of our hearts on this blessed day of Jumu'ah a renewed sense of commitment to your obedience, Ya Akram al Akrameen, and a renewed allegiance to the way of your Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi wa Ala Alihi wa Sahbihi wa Sallam. Rabbana la tuzil qulubana ba'da idh hadaytana. Our Lord, do not allow our hearts to go astray after you have guided us. Wahab lana min ladunka rahma. And grant us directly from you a mercy. Innaka anta al-wahab. You are the bestower of gifts. Ya arhamar rahimeen. Wa ya akram al-akramin. Ibadallah, inna allaha amara bi thalathin wa naha an thalath. إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر أقم الصلاة